Let's just praise him for his goodness. He is so good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. One thing I know that I know that the Lord has shown me that some of you wonder about your families, but trust me, he's dealing with your families, all of our families, right now in this hour. And he has everything under control. We need to just trust him and listen very closely to him. I would take the time Wednesday night just as a family praying for your family members and those that you know that are lost. But I know he is dealing with every member of your family that does not know him right now in this, in this, in this time frame. So rest assured, but he wants you as an intercessor to pray for them. Pray laborers across their paths. We thank you, God, that you're ministering to our families. We thank you for this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, pretty soon we're going to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's about here. Glory to God. Okay, let's start with the nugget. We would worry less if we praise more. We would worry less if we praise more. One more time. We would worry less if we praise more. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. So if you are discontent or dissatisfied, you're allowing the enemy to run over your thanksgiving. Whoa. Some of you didn't catch that one at all. All together. We would worry less if we praise more. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. So, I think that ran over my toes a few times when I was getting it. So, we're supposed to give thanksgiving for everything. Okay. Father, we praise you. We thank you, Lord, as we look to your word. It gives us insight and inspiration, Father God, how to lead our lives. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, as we come to the closing out of another year, getting close, we here in the United States of America do celebrate three major things, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, amen? Thanksgiving is peculiar to us because of our founding father's consistent reference 
to their faith in God as to the founding of this nation. If you look at all the, all the documents and covenants that um, even the states have, they always refer to God. Isn't that wonderful that the founding fathers thought that way? We have some people, well, never mind. But today, modern educators have given a distortion view of American history by promoting secular views and revisionists of history with their presuppositions and their misconceptions or interpretations. We need, to, we need to know our history and our spiritual heritage so that we can teach them to our children and our grandchildren. Amen? Our founding fathers were surrounded by ample evidence of divine providence. Read American history and find out what God did. They did not fail to give God credit for both special provinces and godly institutions. As believers, we need to be, start to do the same thing. We need to start praising God, give God credit. Where credit is due and saying, well, you know, that was just lucky. No, it was God. It was a blessing from God. The mention lately of, of uh, the mention of God is stripped from our schools. Our President Obama tells the world that the United States is no longer considered a Christian nation. Yet, we celebrate the nation's holiday of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is explicitly a Christian celebration in which we set aside time to give thanks to Lord God Almighty for the blessings of this year and to look forward to new blessings. November 1st, 1777, the Second Continental Congress issued a Thanksgiving proclamation, calling it a day of solemn thanksgiving and praise. Whoa. Samuel Adams further called for a national confession of sins that it may please God through the merits of Jesus Christ merciful to forgive and blot out the sins out of his remembrance. So it might be something pretty good for Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, that you forgive all my sins. <laughs> Amen. Uh, President George Washington proclaimed, or proclamation of, wait till you hear a little history on this one, proclamation of uh, uh, 3rd October, 1789 goes this way. Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and to humbly be to implore His protection and favor, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November, next to devoted by the people of these states to the service of the great and glorious being who is the benefit author of, of all that is that all that was, that is, or that will be, that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere, humble thanks for his kind care and protection. Uh, Washington also added that Americans should pray also that day, the great Lord Amen. and ruler of the nations, 
promote the knowledge and the practice of true religion. Now, there was a professor in one of the universities that put this proclamation out, or what George Washington put out, and uh, he was reprimanded and saying that he was inciting uh, terror into the students. President George Washington, but the school figured, you know, who knows. Okay, listen to this. Laws are to be based upon morality. Morality is secured upon only on religion. Religion being the foundation of truth. The holy scriptures that are inspired in God's word given to man. We can see that our nation has drifted from these three attributes. With God's word rejected and dismissed, new morality and political correctness are in place. This shows that our laws are no longer reflecting truth of biblical standards. Wow. And uh, you could talk to any law enforcement official <laughs> and find out, hey, this is a, not for the innocent anymore. It's for the perpetrator. Okay. Everywhere in the world where religious liberty has been lost, you know, they take your they're taking religious liberty from us. No, to, no Ten Commandments in the schools. Uh, the Supreme Court says if the kids read it, they might follow it. You know, that's kind of stupid, but that's what, that's what it says. Um, okay, where religious liberty, everywhere in the world where religious liberty has been lost, civil, civil liberty has been eroded. I mean, things that you expect are gone. Freedom is destroyed. Corruption is rampant. And bondages become plagues. You look at all those nations that have employed these things. They're nothing. We, we, we call them third world countries because they don't have religious liberty. You know, like uh, Russia for lo so long, there's no God, you know. Okay. So we need to recall and reclaim the tenets of the Bible. Let's see what the Word says, what our forefathers saw. Okay. First Chronicles, chapter 16. Jesus, we have a heritage and we need to keep it. We can turn this around. I mean, how come many can believe that? One obedient person who at first was disobedient and didn't want to do it, Jonah. Even though he got thrown up by a fish onto the shore, that whole country was turned around by one person proclaiming God's word. You know, for over, I think it's 230 years, 
the Bible was taught in schools. I think it was in, in, in the 1930s is when they, they walked away from the Bible being taught. It could, and for 230 years, those that were educated in those schools were scholars. I mean, you get a 15-year-old, 14-year-old being an ambassador to a country. Come on, who would put a 15-year-old nowadays as an ambassador to a country? But, but these, those students, and, and there, there was no really literacy in the country. But since we have taken the Bible out of study in the schools from 1932 now, uh, I hate to say it, but these people can't. Are, they had the other day, college students. could not give the names of the first president. I mean, American history is, is, is a wash. All I know is the things that, never mind, now I'm going to get my, okay, let's go. First uh, Chronicles chapter 16, let's look, look, let's look what they did. First Chronicles chapter 16, look at verse 8. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing, and, sing unto him, uh, so, uh, singing psalms unto him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Whoa, glory to God. And one of those people were, our forefathers were great people. They put God first in their lives. Make his deeds known among people. They didn't keep it a secret. Now they want us to keep everything indoors. Now you can say anything you want in the church setting, but if you go outside and you proclaim the gospel, you could be thrown in. I think it was oh, a few years back. They were trying to give Gideon Bibles out at Regetti. They were told they can't do that, even outside the fence area. They wouldn't let the students receive that. Again, it goes back to separation of church and state. The state's always right, correct? They tax you for everything, right? They're always right. Yeah, well, here we go. I have a, a comment on that. We just had an incident at Rigetti. What, did ha what, what do you think would have happened if they would have allowed the Bibles in there? Or the Ten Commandments. Uh, you know, we, we need to, but you know, this is my honest, personal feeling. Yes, the school should be teaching that, but the parents should definitely be teaching their children these things. You don't sit a kid in front of a video or whatever, or a TV, and, and expect them to learn the Bible it says, train up a child, train up a child, and it's up to the parents. Like I taught that scripture last week that it, they had the scripture on their wrist, they had the scripture on their forehead. 
They spoke it all the time. Spoke the word, spoke the word, spoke the word. Have you ever thought where the mark is going to be? Think of it. The mark of the beast. That's where the word should be. Amen? How the enemy, you know, like the Bible says, John 10, 10, the thief comes but not to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus said, I come to give life and life more abundantly. We need to really sit down and think about what we are portraying in our homes with one another. I, you know, yeah, we can blame whatever, but what are we doing in our homes to change things? That's, you know, he, what, are, what are he and I doing in our home to make it a place that where God is welcome? <clears throat> Need to think about that because give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Make known his deeds. You know, when I got my hair done yesterday, it was interesting. The girl at the front said, well, are you going to party on Thanksgiving? <laughs> She's new. I said, <laughs> no, I'm a pastor. I don't party. I party, I party for Jesus. I didn't, they were busy, so I didn't go into that. But I said. You should have told her you I, were a swinger. <laughs> I haven't partied for years but you know that's how they that's how people think you know that's how they think and I thought wow I guess I need to really witness in there more my hairdresser hears it all the time but you know that's that's what the world thinks are you gonna party for Jesus hallelujah <coughs> so his Make known his deeds among the people. Second, First Chronicles sixteen thirty four. It's good to read from verse seven all the way down through this thing, but we just picked up a couple. Verse uh, thirty four and thirty five. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for His good, for His mercy endures forever. And say ye, save us, O God, of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the heathen. That we may give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy praise. Wow, glory to God. It's something to do. We need to give thanks. I'm going to share this. Our son went to Israel, I think it was two years ago, and he said everything was really p very powerful, but the one thing that impressed him the most was the Wailing Wall. He said, it, it, when he spoke of it, you could tell he'd had a real experience with God, seeing that many people crying out to God for their land crying out to God for their land. That was that part of, of all of Israel impressed him the most was the Wailing Wall. It's amazing because so much of it is 
you know, so modernized. But that 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 the prayer the prayers that go to the wailing wall that's not modernized. That's solid, true. Crying out to God. Hallelujah. And they still go, no matter what goes on. They still go. And they still pray and they still cry out to God. Hallelujah. We need to give thanks. Amen. Speaking of the wailing wall um, in Israel uh, this past week, uh, terrorists went into different synagogues and uh, slew, slew the uh, rabbis and many of the uh, congregations. So it's we're coming down to the point. Um, reviewed on on. Uh, on the, uh, what do you call that, internet thing? The, uh, what's your iPod or I, iPad? iPad. Uh, things that are happening. We heard a lot at on, on different the schools. Uh, I hate to say this about Berkeley, but a, a man went there, went there with two different flags. This was interesting. And he took the flag of the terrorists, the Palestinian Hamas flag, it's all black, you know, and with white lettering, and he was waving it at a location and saying, Islam is great, Islam is great, and, and the students were giving him high fives and you know, cheering, him. cheering him on, and you're right, and he says, and then, then, then later on, then that, I don't know, next day, same day, same, same man put the Israeli, was waving the Israeli flag out, and people were cursing him, Saying he was wrong, that uh, that Jews should be all put to death. That shows you what what the intelligence of students are now. Would have been interesting if he would have grabbed the Christian flag. Flag, what they would have done. But it shows you what 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 schools are doing now. It's all against Israel. It's well, we need to praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Okay. I got sidetracked there. Uh, Psalms 28, verse 7. Hallelujah. <laughs> we need to praise the Lord. It says here in verse 7, Psalms 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Look at that positive confession. Wherefore, my heart greatly rejoices. And with my song, I will praise him. Glory to God, we need to praise him. It looks like, even when this man was in, uh, well, this is about David. When he was in problems, he called upon the name of the Lord. Praised him and thanked him. Oh, wow. Psalms 34. Can I read this in the Amplified while you're going there? Okay, she's going to go to something else on that one? No, yeah, I'm going to read the Amplified on Amplified, it. verse 7. Praise God. I'm going to start with 6. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my shield and my impenetrable shield, my strength and my impenetrable shield. My heart trusts in, relies on, and confidently leans on him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices. 
and with my song, I will praise him. The Lord is their unyielding strength, and he is the stronghold of salvation to me, his anointed. Save your people and bless your heritage. Nourish and shepherd them and carry them forever. Hallelujah. The Lord is your help. Thank God. My strength, my health, my, my help, my shield. Glory. My stronghold. You think of a stronghold, I think of somebody standing there, one holding on to me, but holding things away from me. Okay, what, Psalms 28? Psalms, we just did that one. Oh, I just did Psalms that. Psalms 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. Whoa, glory to God. Wasn't uh, David, didn't the Bible, word, word of God say that David was after God's own heart? God said, David's heart is after me. What did David do? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually, continually. Be in my mouth. Verse 2 says, My life makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble and afflicted hear and be glad. When you're praising the Lord at the workplace, at the store, it says the afflicted will hear and be glad. Wow. We don't ever think about that. Oh, let's go all the way to Psalms 100. I'm going to do verse 4 on that one. Okay. She's going to read also verse 4. I sought and inquired of the Lord, and, he requ and required him of necessity and on the authority of his word. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Thank you, Lord. On the authority of his word. So that we have to take his word and go seek him with it. I, God, I'm standing on the authority of this word. The Bible says God's not a man that he should lie. Praise God. Oh, Psalms 100, looking at verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. And be thankful unto him. And bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Glory to God. His word does not change. You need to read that whole psalm. It's only five verses. It's good. Okay. From the Amplified. From the top. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know, perceive, recognize, and understand with approval that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves. And we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and thank offerings. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful. And say unto him, Blessed 
affectionate, praise his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness and truth endure to all generations. Glory to Amen. God. No wonder our forefathers were such great scholars. They rely upon the Lord. You know, I'm going to share this. When Pastor and I were on vacation, we had church in our room, and we watched, um, actually it was Jimmy Swaggart's channel, and it was his son, but the whole service, but maybe five minutes of his exhorting was one song. That was it. One song. They had the choir, or the, the praisers come up and sing it over and over and over again. Brother Hagen did that a lot. One song for one hour. And I was just sitting here thinking about those in certain countries. When the missionaries go in, they can't teach them a lot of praise songs. They teach them maybe one or two. And yet they can totally enjoy themselves just singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. But that one, that, and I will tell you, it was anointed. It was one song, but it talked about the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and it was powerful. And after that hour, one song, we felt like we'd really been in church. I was having a good old time, and but it's our attitude when we come in before him. What is, what is our attitude? You know, Thanksgiving? Or man, this is a miserable week. <laughs> hey, we've all felt like that, but we've got to lay it outside the door and step in to his presence and, and know that he's, when we come in here, he's expecting us to minister to him and to minister back to us. When we come in, you know, somebody might look at you funny. Don't let a bug you just come in and expect. God's waiting. He's waiting for us to minister to him, and he in turn wants to minister to us. Praise God. When you think about that, and you just lay everything aside and come in excited, get up excited. Wow, that's something else. Just think right now. Or look back into history. When Jesus walked into the church. I gotta walk this lonesome valley. Boy, everybody is so hypocritical around here. How did he walk in? <laughs> What did you just read? What did we just read? Thanks. How did he walk in? With Thanksgiving. Joy and Thanksgiving. And how do we walk in? Oh, it's another day. I've got to put in my dues. A lot of Christians, that's all they do. Well, I'll put quotes around Christian. That's all they want to do is walk in. There's no joy. <laughs> If Jesus walked through the door right now, what was his What would be his reaction? What was Jesus' reaction when he walked through the doors? 
He knew there was a bunch of hypocrites in there. What was his reaction? Did he allow those individuals to change his perspective of God? Why do we, why do we change our perspective of God? You know, I hate to say this, but you can go to a ball game. Whatever team is playing, there's two teams. People will be rejoicing when they walk in. They're going to think their team's going to make it. Most people don't, don't think their team, I mean, especially if you've got two teams going against each other, they're top rated. What are those, those fans doing? Oh, it's another one of these things. They are excited to go in there. They paid a lot of money to get in there. What about it? Are we excited to come into God's house and act as he asked us to do? One man came in walking and leaping and praising God. Okay. Okay, we better not go any further. <laughs> If the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength, you better have some. Siri, I'm being honest. If you don't have any, then you're not going to have a lot of strength. Okay, let's go to Psalm 69, verse 30. Psalm 69, verse 30. I'm going to turn this one upside down on you. Jesus said, I will praise the name of God, of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Now, if we would put that on, on every one of those scriptures, give thanks. Jesus said, would that make any more... Would that wake us up anymore? <laughs> Read the next verse. And it will please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock that has horns and hoofs. Praise God. It will please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock. <laughs> Sounds like you're a bunch of cows out there. Get a little joy here today. Come on, folks. This is Thanksgiving coming up. We're in the house of God. Hallelujah. Psalm, maybe we hit, I hit the wrong one today. Psalms 95. Psalms 9. This is a call to praise God. This is what it says right on this, this scripture here. <laughs> a psalm is to praise God. Let's find out what it says. And this is what the, the, our forefathers did. This is what, what Jesus did. Um, psalms 95, starting with verse 1. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Amen. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is great, a great God, and a great king above all gods. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before our Lord, our maker, in reverent praise and supplication. Seven, for he is our God and we are his people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to be honest. If you don't come in 
with praise and worship and ready to praise and worship him, you're not going to hear from him. You can come in and miss the whole sermon, the whole experience that God has prepared for you. It says he sets a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You know, the world is nuts. That is the enemies. When you go out in the world in the presence of the enemies, when you come here, he has set a table before you. Come and partake. I mean, wow. that'd be like all that food that's in there. And you're going down and sitting down just and just not partaking. Sniffing it. And, uh, it's, yeah. Whoa. Hallelujah. Just to backtrack a little bit. I'm going to get you again. Jesus walks in. And how is he coming in? Joyful. What, 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 what else? Thankful. Thankful. He has his disciples with him. <laughs> and the disciples are, oh, no, not this again, Lord. You think they did that? How, since they were with Jesus, what do you think the disciples, how did the disciples come in? When they get, went into the, he was with them for three years. Maybe the first year they were kind of, whoa, whoa, what is going on? I mean, their eyes are like this. But what happened after that? Do you think they went in the same way that Jesus did? Well, they followed his lead. Okay, there you go. They followed his lead. <laughs> We've got his word here. It says we need to imitate him. Amen. That's right. Amen. You know, a lot of people say, ugh. Do we, have to, do we have to sing that song again? I tell you what, there's some angels that wish they would, would have kept on singing the song instead of where they're at now. Yeah. <laughs> Third of there's, there's some angels say, some, some, some before the throne room says, holy, 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 for eternity already, past eternity, holy, holy, holy. And we're, and we're, we're, why? Well, Sang this. We sang that song last week, or you know, can't we get something new? You know, whoo, wow, think we got to think. Let's put our minds where we need to be rejoicing in the Lord. Amen. You know, <laughs> let every praise be to our God. Let every word of worship in one accord. That's how it is in heaven. There's only going to be one hour in heaven when it's going to be silent. In the book of Revelation it says, one hour in heaven will be silent. But then, then it's going to kick off again. They, they might not know why it's going to be silent. Yeah, you know, we don't know why. John didn't tell us why it's going to be silent. Okay, uh, let me... Whoa. Um, God. I, I, 107. <laughs> I gotta hurry up. I could think get of myself in deep it. trouble here. Yeah, you are. Why don't you zip her up? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, dear. He tells me sometimes it's just okay, that's enough. Psalms 107, verse 29. <laughs> I said that because the other night Pastor took a gun training class thing and he came home and it was like 
somebody put an ever-ready battery in him, telling him about this cowboy that was at this class, and, da -da -da, and what this cowboy did, and I'm like. The cowboy was old as I was. He had a handlebar mustache. Oh, if you're going to talk it, I'm talking about it. now. You might as well laugh. This is, and I he had this. thick glasses. I mean, bifocal, thick, 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 you know, like the Coke bottle style. He's a national champion. He rides on, on uh, you know, it's not a cowboy that just shoots from the hip like this, you know, on quick draw. He's riding a horse. And they go through this, this system and they got, uh, has two six shooters, five, five rounds in each gun, and then he has a rifle, a carbine. And they have to go through this maze and, and they're shooting at these things. His glasses are how thick? They're thick. Right. He's, he's shooting for targets that use balloons so then they'll, they'll get hit. And, and it's a time, so you're, you're running against other uh, contestants, but they're also shooting their weapons, uh, you know, not at the same time, but at the, at the same course, it's on time and how many targets you get and, and how, boy, I tell you what. I'll tell about the time he shot and it didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, you got you, know, you got five five rounds and then five rounds, and it's a 45. But they, it's not a fully loaded uh, bullet cartridge because you know it would go all over. So they kind of loosen it down because it's within a, an arena. So you don't want the bullet flying, you know, going through something. <laughs> Pulls it, bang, bang, bang. Fifth one didn't go off, but he's going up to the next target. So he has to holster that one, pull out the other one to start doing it. And this one, it was a, a slow primer, and it went off. Missed him and his horse. So there are, there's excitement. I said, when are you going to do this again? I, I want to find out. I like to see that. I mean, for I me, <laughs> to me, I, I'll wear my cowboy boots. I'll have to give me a hat. Of course, I won't be won't be carrying any six-shooter, but... Okay, Psalms 107. Psalms 107, I'm sorry. No, that she, was really she, interesting. She, I heard it all night. I, I thought that was good. I didn't hear that part of the story, though. Verse 31, week. Psalms... Uh, 107, 31. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works... To the children of men, let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people. Where are we supposed to do this? In the church. And praise him in the assembly of the elders. Okay. If your glasses get that thick, you're not shooting nothing. I'm going to tell you right. <laughs> anything. Okay, <laughs> next you want to find the book of Jonah. You remember Jonah? We just talked about him, yep. <laughs> Jonah chapter 2. Jonah was a bad boy at the very beginning. You read verse 1 down a little bit. He was a doozer. <laughs> Jonah chapter 2. What page are you on? So drunk. Verse 9. That's Jonah 2, verse 9. 
And it's easy to find. It's right. He's right after Obadiah. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, verse 9. Jonah 2, 9. But I will sacrifice unto thee with, my, with the voice of thanksgiving. I will what? Sacrifice. What is the sacrifice? Something you don't want to do. Where is that in the fish? I, I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Some of us have to make a sacrifice when we walk in here. Hello. Thanksgiving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. We are about done. That's the book of Ephesians. Chapter 5. Wait a minute. He was in the fish when he did this. This. Wait. That's why I said, "What was he in the fish?" Because I wasn't there. He. Uh, he. You know. He didn't want to do it. Before. But throw you in a fish, with all that, guck and slime and whatever. Then you're going to be praising God. You got a choice. Praise Him now. How many people do you think are in hell praising God? Thinking they're going to get out. Maybe. Maybe I might get out. No, you're not. Could you imagine if you went to hell? All these people that are mocking and everything, and they don't find Jesus, they're going to hell. They're going to wish. Wish that wish they would have listened and wished that they would have praised God. They would wish there was one more time of repentance. Mm -hmm. I tell you what. Okay, Ephesians chapter 5, we want to uh, look at the last part of verse 4. <clears throat> rather give, rather giving thanks. He talks about a bunch of junk people are doing. Sins, but he says, rather doing all that, let's give thanks. Okay, I want to now go to little T section of the Bible, find First Thessalonians chapter five. First Thessalonians chapter five. Glory to God, hallelujah. Verse 18. 5.18. We'll start with 16. Well, she said start with 16. Okay. Rejoice ever, evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. From the Amplified. Be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted Continually, always, be unceasingly in prayer, praying perseveringly. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstance may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. Glory to God. It says, in everything, give thanks. 
In everything, give thanks. I want you to take note. It does not say for everything. It does not say for everything, but in everything, because you can change it when you're in the situation. Paul and Silas were in prison. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. And what did they do? They sang praises unto God, gave thanks. The situation changed for them. Change for the prisoners in the, in the prison, too. All the prison doors opened up. Wow! Should we not do as they did in everything in our own lives? Again, the song that we sang by video. Every praise to our God. Every word of worship when one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory hallelujah is due our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. God my Savior, God my healer, God my deliverer. Yes, he is, yes, he is, yes, he is. I think that's one of the songs we're going to sing up there. Yes, he is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can I share something? When you, when you watch that video, you see this little baby on her dad's shoulders. This part really, because I had never noticed her before this morning. And she starts doing this. She's got her hands up there doing this. It is really, really cool. Next time we play it, watch for that. She's up there just praising God on, up on her dad. She's only probably about a year and a half. She's just having a good old, with her hands in the air, just having a praise time. Problem, you know, I don't think they're Christians, they, you know, might be, but she was. You know, the children will praise him. Children are not ashamed. They'll just get out there and have a good old time. Jesus said, become like little children. I'm glad you shared the rodeo or whatever that guy with us. That was good. We would worry less if we praise more. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. So if you got discontent and dissatisfaction, praise get off that horse. Don't ride any longer. Start praising God. Okay, let's all stand. You want a prayer with the food? <laughs>